Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Bearded Dragon Games. You can support us at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Nathan Goley. And Nate, how's it going? Pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, well, uh, this week, uh, well, so first off, I want to apologize to everybody that we didn't uh, record last week. Uh, we took off for, for Christmas-ish, for the holidays. Sort of. And, well, uh, what happened was, yeah, I mean, you were busy with holiday stuff, Yeah. and I was going to record, but I had an issue with my computer. I couldn't fix it in the time that it would have taken to record. So it's, it's on me. I'm going to work on getting my computer fixed. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not broken. I, I just some, have some trouble with the sound. I had some like work parties that I had to go to and stuff. It's like the, the actual week of Christmas is fine for most of us, but uh, the, the like weeks leading up, there's just work stuff that like has to get done. So yeah, we, right, took, exactly. we took a week off to like, make sure that that all happened. And, uh, <laughs> and now we're back and uh, you should get a podcast from us. Uh, each each week leading up to Christmas and past Christmas as well. Um, so uh, that said, uh, this is a hot take episode, as Phil would say. Yeah, it's too bad Phil's not here for this one. <laughs> um, you know, but we we have to get it in while we can because we're gonna try and record two episodes this week so we can keep delivering stuff for you guys. And I I have just been up the wall with this card that was spoiled from the new set. And I just can't believe – I was like, we have to record about this card. Yeah. I can't believe how irritating it is. Um, so we're going to – I'll just read it. Lavinia, yeah. Azorius Renegade. Blue and a white. Uh, blue and a white. So it's two converted mana costs. It's a 2-2 legendary creature, human soldier. Okay. Each opponent can't cast non-creature spells with converted mana cost greater than the number of lands that player controls. Space. When an opponent casts a spell, if no mana was spent to cast it, counter that spell. I hate everything about this card. Yes, and I think we're going <laughs> to... Oh, it's also it a 2-2. Two, two. It's also a 2-2 two, two legendary creature human soldier, yes. <laughs> Here, I, I want to... I don't even know where to start because every problem with this card sort of intermixes with other problems on the card. And you kind of fall, fall down a rabbit hole. Yeah. I think we should start with the templating. You have at the top each opponent can't cast, and then a uh, a characteristic, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have that. Now that's a that's a can't cast ability, right? Yep. That is Sanctum Prelate. Yes. Then on the second, you have a whenever an opponent casts a spell, which is a triggered ability, and that is the Chalice wording. Yes. So you just have this this bizarre thing where there are there are good reasons there are probably good reasons why they they had to do it this way but boy that just you just there were people discussing this card how other cards interact with this and then arguing with each other and then realizing wait we're talking talking about about the the different (laughs) different modes you know they weren't even talking about the same mode and a card could be countered or not countered by the same mode, depending on that card's characteristics. Oh, it's just such a mess. I think the, the the one thing to look at here is Force of Will. When you have four lands in play and you try and pitch cast Force of Will, you literally can't. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. When you have five lands in play and you pitch cast Force of Will, you do, and it's countered. <laughs> yeah. That's not even, that doesn't even bother me. Like, it, individually, all of this is fine. It's the... For me, the biggest problem with this card is the the like it's two different things on the same card that you track in the worst possible ways that like make for the bad gameplay that Chalice is like Chalice has to do with like the keeping up with what is going on with this card. That that is the thing that bothers me is like an opponent and and the person playing it. You both have to be like no no wait put that back in your hand you can't cat cast that no no oh oh i didn't realize i was casting this into into something it could be countered it's just such a it's the card is like a gotcha card 
that just sits on the board like and it asks for bad interactions to happen. Yes, Gush is another one, right? Yeah. Like, you got three lands in play in Vintage. You cast a Gush by returning two lands to your hand. Now two lands have gone back into your hand, and you can't have you couldn't have cast it in the first place, and the Gush gets countered. Whose job is it to how do you unravel that as a judge? Yeah. I, I, I don't get I don't understand. What if you because like let's say you return a tundra at a volcanic island and you've got two volks and a tundra in your hand when the judge comes over and looks at it because you had another land or something. Yeah. What happens if you drew the cards and they missed their trigger, but you couldn't have cast the thing anyway? It's it's so it's it's the height of complexity. And when we talked about do you remember the card Alpine Moon? Yeah, of course. Remember I, I remember I think we t- we talked about them like I under I and that card even at least had a target in standard. That's another thing I'll get to with this. But like um because it had of all the uh the Ixalan uh, lands that the the flip lands, at least those were like things you might want to have a safety valve for. Though of course, you know, Pithy Needle would have handled that without this weird choose a non basic land card name and then if your opponent controls that land, they become a rainbow land. I mean, that's really complex, and I know that it's the, the game is about complexity at common and not about complexity at rare, but you just have these convoluted solutions, you know, ostensible solutions to problems that are just so unfun to try and parse and then try and resolve. I just hate it. I hate it yeah. so much. You know, I don't even, I'm, I'm not even upset about this. This is like a hate bear. I think like, sure, if, if this is a thing like, you know, hitting, it's like the fluster storm of hate bears. It like does what it does for particular situations. Fine. That doesn't bother me. It, it's just the fact that like the onus is on both players to figure out what the heck is going on. And, right. and these static like counter all the things on the board situations make for unfun magic and it doesn't even matter because they don't care obviously they don't care if it makes for unfun magic for standard cuz it doesn't affect standard at all doesn't seem like, to at least yet yeah i think i think the the reason i keep getting on that is because this this sort of narrow targeting is wizards saying we've identified some problem right and is it spectacle <laughs> Are they like trying to make it so that you can get around? So oh, is like, this a hate bear for spectacle? It's a hate bear for spectacle because you could pay less. Like, look at like light up the stage, which is the next card, like the next card that was oh. spoiled, which has the uh, right. like uh, act on impulse like thing, the, the Chandra draw, right? But it's spectacle if you, is if you deal damage to your opponent, you can cast it for one instead of three. So it. it but affects... the other spectacle card, the other spectacle yeah, card makes it cost has more. a greater cost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so um, I guess it does deal with at least does deal with stuff in standard. So that's something. Okay, but here's my thing. So let's say they thought what 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 do you, when you look at this what what did you think they were targeting? What, there, there's why no, did they there's print this card? About, this is not. I'm sorry, you're asking me why did they print this card? Why why did they make this card? Why does this card exist? I think that this card exists because uh, they wanted to have a reason not to. Uh, not to make any more moves in vintage against against specific decks, they could just try and print hate out uh, uh, outcome without dealing okay. with outcome, which I think is a mistake. Um, then uh, I think that it just gives like the blue like it gives blue white decks which aren't particularly prevalent like the not not uh, miracles per se, but like a, a deck like uh, Stoneblade or something, Stoneblade, yep. a, a tool that makes that makes it for like a, a game that they can play. And and again, this is this isn't like Chalice where it's for both players; it's for your opponent, so it is one-sided. Oh, we're gonna get into that with Vintage. <laughs> I, I don't think they thought about it with Vintage, and I don't think they thought about Vintage Legacy at all. I look at this, I see this first clause, and I think they they are just sick of hearing about how they need to ban Tron and Modern, and this stops okay. land, 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 Karn. Right? I, I immediately like this card slightly more because of that. I don't. Again, I, I whether <laughs> here's the thing, land. Here's the thing. Power plant, mine, tower, Karn is not interesting or fun. Nope. Here's a here's even less fun. Just putting a thing that makes that not happen. So now it's just like we didn't we didn't. It's the upshot is use the ban list. You know. Yeah. Don't. They're so they're, they they get they they just I can't believe if that's such a problem that you have to print this 
card that is so clunky. Use the ban list. The second clause is so funny because I don't know what their um, I don't know what their uh, their timeline for uh, for uh, for set design really is. And they could say anything, and I, they could have they could have decided to do this the day before it went to print four months ago or something, and mm-hmm. it still could have happened. The, the the thing that killed me was the second one with Hollow One. Because obviously Hollow One is near and dear to my heart, and this is just like incidental hate for Hollow One. Yeah, and which is weird because is I I guess I mean I was talking to to a, a friend of mine uh, this week, uh, Paul, uh, about about modern and 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 I don't know enough about modern right now because I haven't been playing for a while. And he's just like, dude, modern is a total trash fire. It's like Trondex, and uh, and like, is it Drake's or the you know the like the <laughs> yeah. like ArcLight ArcLight Phoenix and um and Hollow One. That's all the decks that are in modern right now and humans. And this is basically like adding to the trash fire by creating a humans deck that just beats all those all those other decks. If you get this down on time. Yeah. And so that brings me jeez. Like I said, everything inter- interacts here, right? Yeah. The first piece here is targeting, you know, something that requires a little bit of setup, maybe, like a cost reduced non creature spell or something like ramp, you know? Sure. Like a ramp ramp lands. Yeah, like it even the other one is the other one birds. fights the other one fights against stuff that happens before you get white blue in play and resolve this. Yeah. Right? It's like, like oh right. This doesn't I... do anything against Eight burning inquiry. Now I have three hollow ones. Yeah, <laughs> you know this we're like just... okay. Turn one. I play out my entire hand as a Belcher. Uh, uh, Belcher. Yeah, affinity. But, all yeah. that stuff. Right. It, it's it's so it, they're 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 not they're not really aligned in a way for modern and even for legacy. Yeah. Um. The fact you you touch on this. So let's go there. It's a human. So yeah. it's in that tribe. It's also white and blue. And the thing that drives me crazy is that maybe mono white, I would hate this less. White and blue, I hate blue doesn't need blue doesn't need this. You know? This is not the color combination that really needs this kind of card. If you believe in the fact that perhaps Tron should be a foil to these to the long game blue white deck, right? I don't again, I don't know too much about um too much about uh what's it called? Modern, right? Yeah, but it seems that like Tron has been good at beating up the blue-white decks in Modern, just the same way Cloud Post is good at beating up Miracles and Legacy, the same way that Workshops is good at beating up blue-white, you know, standstill-type big blue decks in Vintage, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, all, all that, that that might not be correct because I don't actually think I actually think Standstill is a good matchup against Workshops. I forget, but like the thing is like maybe this color combination didn't need this particular kind of hate. That's that's another thing. The humans definitely didn't need more hate bears. Like, yeah, it's just it's just lazy. It's just basically like, oh, we've got some problems that people complain about. We've got this like stock bear idea that we just do everything. It's just a bear that does something. Let's just do that for this marquee, this marquee player in the story. On top of it, which drives me crazy. Like, yeah. what what's the cool thing about like? You know what's cool about like Grizzle? Like one of the things, that's, few things that's cool about Grizzle Brand is at least you're like doing something cool. Like same thing with like any playable Planeswalker. Like it just feels cool. Like you've got like this thing going on, right? Yeah. And that goes back to when they used to make the legends were always terrible. Like Gerard, the original Gerard was so terrible. You know, it was just like <laughs> that was such a disappointment. You know, um, I, I don't know. I just that that drives me crazy too. Um. So I, I just I just find this whole thing, and the reason I'm glad you're here to talk about this, Elise, is because you work in game design, yeah. and it's just the first thing I thought about this card was not even that it that it messes with the format as much as like this is just so lazy. Yeah, I mean, I so I work with five other Magic players, and as soon as we saw this card, we were all like, "Whoa, that's bad." We were just like, there's got to be a better way to 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 do that, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and even if there isn't a better way to do that, it's again, yeah, it's lazy design. Um, at, at least like it's it's a I get that it's a bear, it's a hate bear, two mana, you know, do do the thing. That's great. But the fact that it's it's making both player like I'm gonna go back to this again. It's making both players worry about the game state kind of constantly, and 
you're, there are going to be so many times during during tournament play that someone has to call a judge because someone cast something and the uh, and neither person was paying attention to to this particular thing. It's not going to happen at like the pro players. level, yeah. but it's going to happen all the time at like an SCG event. I mean, that's assuming this is played. And I, I'm not. I want to make sure we're clear. I'm not so sure how good this is, but we'll talk about. It. I will let people get into that in a second. But you're right. If it's the thing is like, if it's played, it only creates bad situations. Yeah, and it's also like one of those things where like, do you remember when Leon and Arbiter Arbiter started getting really good, and yeah. and people were like cracking fetch lands and going for lands, and they have to call a judge over because the guy didn't remember to pay two. Meanwhile, he's got his deck in his hand. He's searching through it. You know, it's it's that kind of interaction that's like always terrible because like the the intent of the person playing that card was not to have the person get a judge called on them. It was to stop them from fetching lands, right? But right. when both players forget, like you just have a untrackable moment that like a judge has to come over, scratch his head be like i don't know what the intent of the situation was because i wasn't there i also have no idea um you know what kind of advantage this guy had you know you hear questions like did anybody know it was the on the bottom or top of the deck like it's just like so frustrating to to sit next to somebody that has to deal with the situation and the it, you know it's on the judge too the judge is just like why am i here right now yeah it just creates situations that are like completely unnecessary and so you're going to get to a point where, like, what it, you know, what's going to happen is people are going to try and sneak a force of will on somebody. And then, like, two turns later, someone's going to realize, oh, man, my opponent cast force of will. He wasn't allowed to, but, like, we've gone too far now. And the judge is going to come over and be like, yeah, he's gone too far. So it creates that same, like, chalice effect. But, like, that's kind of half the, half the, like, skill of playing against a chalice player is to try and sneak, uh, you know, sneak spells across the chalice. But with this, you're not. There's never a legal point where you can sneak a force of will uh, against your opponent. Like if you've cast well, force of will four turns lands, from now, then it gets countered. Yeah, but you got to you got to pay the five mana. You know. No, you can you can. Oh wait, no, you're right. No, no, yeah. yeah well, that's, that's the thing. See, here we are. Okay. Here you we can, are in this situation. Trigger. Here's the thing. Let's say you have five lands in play, a force of will blue card in hand, and you want to deploy something to the board and hold up force. Yeah. Right. This is this is not unlikely for a deck like Miracles, by the way, right? Oh yeah, it's gonna. You're happen. like, okay, here's my gambit. I can either not play this. I can hold up the force and tap all five lands and not deploy my my thing to the board, or this is a trigger that they have to remember. So now, or I can try and it's an angle. It's an angle to shoot. I can try and sneak my force through, and then when they point to the Lavinia, what happens if you point to your five lands? I just it's so yeah. bad. Well, it's I'm not so even bad. I'm not even worried about the like let's say let's say you do sneak one by. You have five lands out, you cast Snapcaster and you try and cast uh you know uh Council's Judgment, let's say on your own turn for some reason, right? And and your opponent's Council's like, Judgment's a sorcery, so yeah. there you go. And okay. your opponent's like I'm going to You're not gonna, that big a cheater. Yeah. So you're going <laughs> to cast on your own turn. Yeah, and your opponent's like I'll spell snare it and you're like I'll force of will, you pitch a blue card, right? Nobody notices, right? That's fine. You know, that's just, that's magic. You you got one by your opponent. Now, let's say you have four lands in play and the same thing happens. Two turns later, your opponent goes, hey, you couldn't cast that. And yep. you go, oh, yeah, I guess you're right. We should call a judge. The judge is going to have the exact same ruling. The judge is going to come over and be like, well, you both get a warning for not figuring out the board state. And the spell snare was still countered. I can't rewind. Yeah. So this right. is a situation oh, where like yeah, it's a bad judge call. You know, like there's there it's they're gonna be people who do this on purpose. That'll be rare. It's gonna happen a lot on accident. And whenever there's a you can't play a card thing, it's it should just all say countered. The whole yeah. the whole template should say countered. So that way there's no there's no like oh no what happened you know because you're gonna have somebody feeling you're gonna hear a bad beat story. Where someone's like, and then my opponent did this, and the judge came by two turns later and was like, "Well, I think that guy cheated. I think he tried to get me." You know, like I hate hearing those stories, and any card that makes me have to hear more of those stories, I, I'm not a fan of. Well, it, it's the it's the 
you know, it's interesting because Chalice is so often on zero or one. Yeah. And not if no mana was now Chalice on this is a Chalice on zero because any zero cost spell is countered. We'll talk about that with Vintage quite a lot. But with for, this Force of Will example or Gush or to use the card that's somewhat close to your heart, Invigorate is another one. Yeah. You could sometimes have two lands in play and cast Invigorate for free yep. and try and sneak it through and then forget about the first clause on this where you couldn't have cast it in the first place. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's going to, it's going it, to, you're, you're in that horrible situation like we described where it's, you want to, your 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 best play, your optimal play is for this force of will to resolve, and you can legally cast it, but you, you're playing the chalice gambit, and it's an even harder thing to remember, and you're clearly trying to get the card's effect. Whereas, I think we if you've played with a delve creature or nimble mongoose or storm, if you played storm, you will sometimes run things into a chalice, not caring if they resolve, and then. Because you're you're trying to get you know you're trying to delve them or you're trying to get to threshold or you're building your storm count right yeah that's a different objective you're never you, there's nothing there's no reason to cast a force of will or invigorate or gush into this thing without the objective of it resolving there's not it's not the the strategy for doing well, so well that's not I'm that, strictly say, true uh, sometimes you do know, want threshold for your minimal mongoose well, I've actually <laughs> cast a a couple of, I forget what, what, what deck I was playing. I either cast a Brainstorm or a Faithless Looting into a Chalice, and my opponent went Resolves. <laughs> yeah. Into a Chalice on one, I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. I was going to delve that, but okay. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it happens. That's a mistake, and I that's, mean, that's different. Did you but see like, today there was someone on Reddit that asked, uh, is there ever a time when you want to name yourself for uh, Trinity name. Nemesis? Right, right. So I shouldn't say there isn't a time when you're not trying to gush for like because you could gush for storm count or you sure. could Sometimes cast you invigorate. Cards in your you could cast so invigorate. Your tower gains you two more life. Right, right. Actually, invigorate. <laughs> you could, you could just, you could have a false, you could act a false cure, and then if you cast that invigorate, they still gain three life, even though it's countered. Yeah. So, so I guess you're right. There are, but like it's, it's a far. The thing is, running stuff into a chalice at zero or one is not always about getting it to is is much more often about some other strategic goal than it resolving whereas this anything you're going to run into this zero mana thing that isn't like a zero cost artifact or something you know is it you're doing it to try and get it to resolve most likely and that feels scummier you know yeah i mean i've sat across from people who had like put a and like branch into their chalice and they've pointed to it and done another that and then they'll talk to them again like look just so you know i knew those were going to be countered i just needed to get into my graveyard for delve but i have to give you the chance to put your trigger on the stack because we're and most people understand but yeah, yeah i know anybody that. who plays chalice knows better like yeah. and if you don't know better you learn you learn better you learn really fast. quickly <laughs> yeah um so yeah i think that's bad the can't casting oh and Okay, let's go through the formats first, because I want to <laughs> something about this first clause that drives me up a up a wall. Yeah, but I want to talk about it when we talk about legacy impacts for this card specifically. But let's start with modern, because okay. I think this is I think this is aimed at modern. Does this do anything? Um, what you, well, yeah. So it, it hits it hits Tron right. It hits it Storm hits Tron if they try and cast Karn. It hits Storm uh, sometimes, not all Lots the time. Lots of ritual based lines into Past and Flames, I think. Yep. You're doing that with two with three lands in play a lot. Yep. Uh, so you can't cast the pass. Or two lands in play. You know, sometimes you just you only really need two lands in play most of the time. Right. Yep. Um, lands. Uh, sorry, uh, storm is a sixteen land deck, so you you don't always have like four lands out. Um. So so storm is is a thing. Uh. It, it affects affinity kind of. Um. But if this is down, affinity is lost. Yeah. If this is down and it matters, affinity is lost. Yeah. Right? Um. What else? Uh, I, I'm I'm on I'm I'm out of things. I'm out of things. It stops uh, uh, surgical extraction if you, your opponent doesn't want to pay one black mana. No. Yes, they can pay black mana for it. They cannot pay. I believe that is correct. That they cannot pay. Um, they cannot pay the life because it's like Trinisphere. Yeah. Um. I'm looking at this dredge deck. So if you conflagrate the X gets moved into the mana cost, I think, so that is a thing that it hits. But, you know, can this matter enough? What for about, all that discussion. So what about, like, Ad Nauseam? 
So that it stops ad nauseum. It it stops ad nauseum. The right. the, uh, the the sorry not ad nauseum like doesn't like outright stop ad nauseum. I'm talking about uh, the uh, the lightning storm deck, whatever that is. The uh, angels grace. Yeah, that's angels grace. Because they usually they usually have like a mana rock or two. Um, yeah, they've got like a bunch of weird lotus effects. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh, here it is. Ad nauseum. I'm just looking at it. Oh, it's, it stops their packs. It stops their Lotus Bloom. Actually, this hits a lot in that deck. It hits the four ad nauseums most likely, unless they have five lands in play, but they can't go for the, the speed win. Yeah. Uh, it also stops their Acts of Negation and Lotus Bloom. Let's just look at the, the metagame in uh, in modern real fast. Since we're talking that's about right. modern, we're, right? we're gonna we're gonna We're not going to go through the metagame, but yeah, that's what I was saying. The only reason I wanted to mention is because I think this was targeted at modern. Living End, there's, uh, there's one. What about Ar- does it Does it hit Arclight Phoenix? Let's, let's no, read Arclight Phoenix. It's not cast. Okay. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, you're, you're basically, you're tapping your lands to do stuff there. I don't uh, think uh, Ironworks does it does it stop uh, crack oh, and Ironworks? Yeah, someone told me last night that this basically is is death for Ironworks. That's good. Okay, I mean these <laughs> okay, are all decks. Good. Look, if it if it if it stops all the BS that's happening in modern, I might start playing modern again. All right. Um. Yeah. Well, white blue control. Where is that here? Uh, twenty one decks, three point oh four percent of the meta. That's yeah. where it goes. You know, Bant Spirits, though, is the... Well, you guys have got Bant Spirits, and... Is Humans before that? No, Humans Bant, is right no, over Humans, humans is a, this, over it at the bottom here. Oh, okay, so in Bant Spirits, what this does, if you have it out, and you spell quell something, and then the spell queller is removed, this, the spell just gets countered. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, yeah, sneaky, there's lots sneaky. of little cornery interactions with, with Modern. I think I think it'll be played. I think it'll be played. It's a human. Well, the spell gets countered unless it's a. Uh, is it is it non-creature spell? Oh, see, see, <laughs> no, no, again, no, no. this is if, another if problem no with mana, the card. No, because no mana will have been spent to cast it. You're casting it without its but, paying its mana cost. But can 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 we go back to the top clause? It's it's non-creature spells, right? No, but the bottom clause is not non-creature spell. I, I realize oh. that. I'm just saying it's even more of a pain in the butt because there's yet another ty- another thing to keep track of. Like the so top part is non-creature well, spells. You're saying if you spell quell. Um, let's say your opponent has has Tarmogoyf, you spell quell it, and then the Tarmogoyf comes back into play. Does that that gets cast right? Yes, but with by no mana. It gets because Spellqueller says you cast the card without paying its mana cost. Yeah. So that means that it's cast for no mana, and if and an opponent would cast it because it's the exiled card's controller. Oh, it's such a disaster. Sure. sure. And so and so let's let's play a quick <laughs> scenario where um it's the same it's the same uh match right. Turn one, your opponent plays a Birds of Paradise. Go. Turn two, your opponent doesn't have a land, so he tries to cast Tarmogoyf. What happens? Um, he has well, you, he has one land to play and a bird of paradise. Oh, that that's it can't cast, so it goes back. No, to no, their... are, you, are you sure? Isn't it non-creature spells? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, right. yeah. Why? Uh, I didn't even want to talk about this. That is with modern, <laughs> but you're right. Yeah. Yo, the non-creature spell thing is the worst. Uh, burn this hits. Uh, Rift Bolt. Um. Yep. Anything? So anything coming off suspend? Anything, anything coming off? So visions and stuff like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and anything coming off cascade. Which is, uh, we, I mentioned about, I don't know if anyone heard, <laughs> because we were all yammering about all this horrible stuff. There's Amulet Titan stuff with all the bounce lands. I think that's a pain. Um, that does might this, be a bad thing. Does this card also, make de- delay better? Oh, this card makes delay sweet. Yeah. Now, could, is that a deck? Is that a fun deck? Delay their spells and then get this thing in play? I that don't, sounds I don't awesome. hate that as like a, a tempo <laughs> play, right? Like you, maybe you play Geist's Ain't Trap, delay this card. You know, you just play like a, a, a Delver tempo deck. Yeah, spell queller. Like, I think I think we just built a deck. Um, yeah, there's 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 a bunch of other corner stuff, but I want to get off modern because it's a legacy podcast. Sure, but sure. the upshot is, yeah, I, I I'm I'm now on this will be played in modern because it's a human because it's in the white because it should be a white blue sideboard card against Tron, and I think that, I guess that's enough, right? Do you agree? Yeah. I know I wonder. KCI, yeah. some okay. So KCI, you need to have four lands to cast it. Okay, I remember now what it was. It was that. This thing messes with Mox Opal, and also you have to get to four lands to cast your KCI, and you sometimes do that off a of Mana Rock, which is 
Which means that you don't have four lands in play yep. because you can't cast KCI. Okay, that was what they said. Yep. And it also um, counters the Shout uh, out to Paul Berman, who explained to me you know, KCI worked while I just stared with like a glazed look <laughs> on my face, like trying to figure out what yep. this tech is. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's Salt Time Mill that hits, or hits uh, Archive Trap. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, anyway, got him. Got him. Uh, okay, Legacy. I'm going to start with my with what I hate the most about this. The non-creature clause means yeah. that the Eldrazi deck can still just earn one, play a thing, a turn one, play a mimic, turn two, play a thought not zero, turn three, play a reality special. This helps me. This helps me zero against this deck. Yeah, they don't cast non-creature spells except for like a couple of stuff. They should play this card. <laughs> we'll get Honestly, to that with Vin. like you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's it's that it, because it's not symmetrical. That's going to be a thing as well. Should you play this card in your deck, so that people can't do things against you, and that that I don't think that's as big a deal in Legacy. It might be in Modern. I think it definitely is in Vintage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, so that drives me crazy. Okay. On top of that, so bec- the first clause is can't cast. The second clause is countered. So if they go show and tell, omniscience. Free Emrakul, they can cast it because it's a non-creature spell. It can't and be Emrakul can't be countered. <laughs> so this helps me zero in that matchup as well. Yep. I don't. I that's. I went from I think this card will be played, and then then someone reminded me that Emrakul couldn't be countered. Possibly Jerry Me from Leaving Legacy reminded me of that, and I was like, oh wait, now this sucks. Like that's the only thing I cared about was that it could. Oh, at least this stops Emrakul. Nope. Okay. I mean, the one thing it does stop is like la- like Soul Land into uh you know like a turn two turn one uh situation which we're never gonna get down on turn one exactly which wouldn't matter um so yeah uh i do think this has you mentioned stoneblade i actually think that was really astute i think that one of the the issues with stoneblade and and speaking of like a blue white or really white you know any sort of multicolor stoneblade deck not dnt yeah um is that those decks have so many problems with miracles and at least this takes miracles off Terminus. Yeah, Terminus. It's tough. Terminus. In three, four. So it takes them off force of will, which means you can force them and they can't force you. Um, I think that that opens up a little bit of space there. Yeah. Um, again, Storm, this stops all their mana rocks, but um, I think Storm's relationship with Hate Bears is pretty well established. Yeah, you bounce this, bounce, bounce push the thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> It does. It does. If you get it down, it does stop them from doing like ritual, ritual ad nauseum and stuff like that. But yeah. um, we you know, saw how effective think... that was when Cyrus, when Cyrus like, turned yeah, to the ad nauseum. So yeah, let's be for That's real on that. 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 was against the blue white deck to boot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. This this kills. This, if if it's played, it kills my Benjamin Hollow One Basking Root Wallet deck, which drives me up a wall. I just can't. I'm just so mad about that. Like that. Oh yeah, we were really we were really really dominating the format. Gotta make it so that they can't play Basking Root Wall. Yeah. Um, Dredge, this hits Dredge Turn and Cabal Therapy. Cabal Therapy flashback isn't always a thing, but it is a uh, um, there's a thing that you can hit. It's like I don't think there's a lot of flashback Cabal Therapy decks. There's the Young Pyromancer versions, but you still get your trigger. There's a Better Explorer versions, but you still get your trigger. So I'm not so actually sure that Cabal Therapy is a big thing, but Dredge Return is. Just your deck. It's <laughs> just my deck. Um. <laughs> But uh, Invigorate. Yeah, it gets Invigorate, invigorate. which is frustrating. Frustrating. Um, I'm actually thinking if there's anything else that this hits in Infect. It's because Infect's got a lot of weird spells. Uh, Become Immense is the only other spell. If you play it, yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's look at the Legacy metagame just to see if there's anything else. I do think its impact on Miracles is enough to be irritating, so that might be a thing. Um, But, you know, whatever. Um, it, it stops like Red Prison from casting a turn to uh, Blood Moon off of a Soul Land. I yeah, guess if, if you're on the play, if you're on the play and get this down, and they don't fiery confluence when they get four lands out. Yeah, um, I'm just looking through. I don't really see anything else. Um, you know, any deck that plays was Bomberman. This is pretty good against Bomberman. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, Alurin. So this just like this just this just kills Alurin, not because of the first clause, because of the second clause. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what? It doesn't it doesn't bother elves at all. I feel like 
Uh, it does if they are they trying to. Yeah. If they don't have four lands and they're trying, or they're yeah, but they can you know again play around it. If they so, what could you do, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, impact on days is questionable. Um, I mean, it counters days, but, you know, I don't know that you're going to bring this. This would be played against a days deck, um, you know, at all. Yeah, it doesn't, or, it doesn't shine against, against a like a force of will days deck. It doesn't really shine against. It's just like, haha, I turned off eight of your cards for now. Uh, until you pull what this. What will you do? We move yeah. on. <laughs> what will you do? Yeah. What will I do? I'll just cast this Gurmag Angler, despite the fact that I have far fewer lands than seven. Yeah, Gurmag <laughs> Angler crazy. is okay because it's a creature spell and it can be cast through this. Just keep saying that to yourself over and over and over again. Until Gurmag Angler out. should not be banned for some reason because it's really it's really a fair card. Anyhow, let's keep going. One card to hate per week. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, this stops things like Massacre. I'm looking at a, a Tinfin's deck list. This stops Massacre, Pulverize, Unmask. Um, again, if, if it matters, if, you, if you've gotten a turn two. Uh, against Reanimator, same deal with Unmask, Chromox, Lotus Petal. I mean, um, the best argument I saw for this to not play against... Uh, one, because it's too slow to play against Reanimator, but two, is like, okay, turn one, Dark Ritual, Entomb, uh, Reanimate. Go. <laughs> Thought sees reanimate go. Yeah, how well, could you imagine? Yeah. You somehow get this out on turn one with your chrome mox and you're just like if you're sitting pretty, so they just go land ritual. That's so funny. Um so legacy. Let me tell you something, brother. If you're digging this podcast, you gotta go over to patreon.com slash eternal dirtles and become a patron right now. Oh yeah. It's. It, I think it'll see some play. I don't think it'll see tons of play. I just think it'll be annoying when it's out. I think. And not an annoying. And not annoying when it's out in a. Oh man, my opponent won the game. It's like two people have to stop what they're doing to keep track of this, and more games will go to time because people are trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Um. There's really currently only one potential home. Well, there's two. There's the white blue Delver deck, which has you know, which is a Stoneforge yep. deck. That's a Stoneforge deck. And really, there's miracles, and we'll see if it moves enough. I just can't I think imagine if it like enough. playing this, playing this in miracles. Like, I think I'd rather have a Vendillion click. Aether Sworn Canonist. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Let's look at a miracles deck list. Sometimes they play Aether Sworn Canonist. Uh, the one I just clicked has or clicked like with my finger of course has two clicks. Mentor. <laughs> um. Uh. Let's see. Is this Anzi? Is this Anzi D? Yes, that was... Nah, no. Um, I don't Brightling. see their sworn canonist. Who's playing Brightling? Yeah, people are playing Brightling. What can you do? I got I got beat by Miracles last night because he had uh, the new um, angel that gives the other angels plus one, plus one, and I couldn't remove it. <laughs> um, I, I had, like, one Dreadboard deck. I forget yeah, what that Your opponent was. played Baneslayer Angel and you lost? It was an angel, yeah. <laughs> uh... Hold on, now, now I'm mad because I'm remembering this. CMC equals five, I think. Yeah, it's it's from uh, D- Dominaria, right? Yeah, it's, it's people are people are shouting, shouting at their uh, at their whatever right now. Whatever you're listening to this on, trying to talk. Shouting at your car stereo. Shouting at your car stereo. <laughs> at your AM FM radio. <laughs> you gotta, We're coming I'm through still... on the AM and the FM. Right. Thank you for um. Thank you for uh. For talking, Lyra Dawnbringer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> took me three, took me three searches to narrow yeah. it down. Um, anyway, I, I lost that. Um, but people play weird stuff in miracles. I'm just yeah. looking for. Everybody plays something yeah. weird every now and again. Like I used to play uh, a Tony Loman signed Baneslayer Angel and miracles in the board. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, okay, I don't see a slot. This is taking up in miracles. There's a, there's like containment priest or Bendillion click. That seems to be pretty. It's Containment Priest and Vendillion Click that seems to be sort of stock. I mean, I suppose my argument would be if you're going to play with a Brightling in your Miracles deck, you could play with any other card. Right. <laughs> you could literally play anything. I mean, yeah, yeah. This, this could be in Miracles and maybe it does something. 
Um, but I think the whether or not it, it is played is going to be whether or not it is good in some deck that isn't currently super high tier. And I think that's a the obvious thing there is a Stoneforge deck. Stoneforge, but, yeah. you know, like a white-blue standstill deck or something. Um, but this could be this could be a card in that. Yeah. As for Stoneblade, all those decks, Bant, Maverick, something like that. Like, I mean, with Maverick, it's like, this is like the Teague effect. But yeah. uh, you can still cast your Green Sun Zenith, which has always been really irritating with Maverick. But you can't Zenith for it. So, who knows? This doesn't stop, Jace. Um but um, yeah, let's see. Okay, so vintage. Okay, I mean, obviously, you can play this in any vintage deck that can produce this mana because it's a one-sided effect. Um, the decks that are gonna like it are are fish. Um, you know, uh, any sort of uh, hate bear deck, you know, uh, yep. no rod style deck is gonna is gonna be happy with this card. Um. You know, uh, unfortunately, stuff like Oath, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Um, he, he, well, here's here's the number one. The first thing I thought of with Vintage, okay? Mm-hmm. Paradoxical Outcome. Sure. Okay? I mean, it def, it breaks Paradoxical Outcome. Would you play but it in Paradoxical Outcome? It's worse outcome? than that. It works, it works worse than that. When you play it in Paradoxical Outcome in the mirror. And it's one of the most popular decks in the format. Oh, yeah, yeah. This thing comes down on turn one. In the the PO mirror is now who gets this card out first. Yeah. And I know people are yeah, – but I, I cannot see a world where that is not the case. It's too bad because I love Comball. But you're not – Comball is so hard to play on turn one. Yeah. And I picked up a, a foil Comball uh, playing Paradoxal Outcome two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> there you go. Now, now, it's, now it's already – but you know that's that's the kind of just feel horrible thing that I'm talking about. Yeah. Where this this card is now hanging out there to both be a house in your deck and completely hose your deck. Yeah, I mean this is the this is the uh, Yixlid Jailer to Dredge like kind of thing for for the paradoxical outcome. Like whenever I'm playing against Dredge and I play like a turn one Jailer, my opponent just sits there for five for like ten turns as I attack him for two every single turn <laughs> and he's like trying to draw his in his deck with no removal like for creatures he's just trying to draw something to pray that like this card isn't on the board and that's how you're gonna feel with a uh, with a uh, paradoxical outcome you're gonna like wait until you draw uh the like you you won't be able to produce three mana because all of your uh, artifacts are going to get countered, so you won't get be able to get enough land to repeal this. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a nightmare. Because um, you can't... You literally can't cast your... Okay, oh, I'm sorry. It's not literally. You... Oh, you can. <laughs> you can cast them, <laughs> but it's countered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just... it. That's just that's just really bad. I would play four... If, if Paradox Outcome, currently the second most played deck, 19.25% of the meta... Um, according to MTG Goldfish, which I know, blah, 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 but, like, um, if I'm playing in a big vintage tournament and Paradox Outcome is still legal, you put four of these on your board. Yeah. Because you just win the mirror. That's the thing. Is the I, think, no... I think that one of their thoughts was, like, oh, this will hedge against Paradox Outcome, and Outcome can just play this card. <laughs> yeah, which is really bad, because it's not, not because it's not, uh... It doesn't mirror much... break anything. It's just, like, whoops. I'll, like it doesn't like break the the format up at all. It just makes it makes it a card to include in your paradoxical outcome deck because it has this Leovold like effect. I think the only card that this or the only deck that this, of course, the only deck that this is not good against in vintage. And I'm, I don't know if people are going to agree with me on this, but we'll see. I think the only de- card this is bad, the, uh, the only deck this is bad against is workshops. I know workshops has all the mana rocks, but it's 27 creatures. Yeah, and they're tapping lands. They're tapping a land to cast all of them. They're not casting them for zero, like unless you accidentally play like double foundry inspector and shut off all your own twos. Um, I don't think this is that good against vintage. Well, I think it's, or against shops. I and, think also like, oath is 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 not a place you would want to bring this in. Right. I'm looking. Let's look at like, oath. I'll bring in a creature. Oh, thank you. I'll play my oh, second that's land right. and cast oath. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think that's like, right. You're, you're definitely right there. Okay, um, now it's my turn again, and Grizzlebrand's on the board. 
you know. Yeah, I people. I, I, some people said it was good about workshops. I don't. I don't think it is. I think there's too many creatures in workshops for that to be the case, and I don't think you get it down. I think if you get it down on turn one, it's well, too easy for workshops to just go like. What just like wait around? I mean, the the problem with it's workshops only a two two. It has to wait until it gets like because workshops ramps itself. It ha- they have to still wait until they can cast things. It's just that, like, they can also, like, turn one Trinisphere and be like, haha, you never cast this card. Yeah, I, I don't know. I-, I-, I just don't, yeah. I don't I don't think it's great, and that's, like, enough of a rabbit hole. It- 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 then it- so you have this sub-game between the par- the Paradisical decks. This is, by the way, a, a hammer to survival, of course, with Vengevine, or oh, yeah. with Hollow One, and um, Basking Rootwalla. Force of Will, Mental Mist Up, these are all, these are all in the deck. Uh, and five, four to five pieces of power. Um, it's, and Hollow, yeah, Hollow One be the big one. Um, and no removal. They have like one to two abrupt decays in the entire deck. Yeah. Uh, um, so it, it's tough. Too bad we were having fun playing that deck. Uh, and against Dredge, I, I'm looking at Dredge in Vintage. Yeah, this is just, this is just, it's, they I can mean, still bridge, bridge, and Bloodgaster a thing. Like they can, they can do that. They can do Icarid. Um, you know, all all of those work. Like they they don't need to cast their Dread Return to like win the game. Like most times they don't. This deck I'm looking at is four Ravenous Trap in the main. The the use of the traps in Vintage Ravenous and Mindbreak Trap also to me is interesting for this card because it it just shuts them off. Um, like, yeah. I don't think Dredge and Vintage could play this card. I don't think that they, they could do it, but it would shut no. all the traps. I, but I don't think that's worth it. They could just... Yeah, but it turns off their, like, sideboard plant hollow one, too, in addition to Terry taking them off Dread Return. But I think that most Vintage decks still lose to Bertram Below. So... Yeah. they can, As long as they can cast the card Cabal Therapy, even if it gets countered... They can sacrifice their blood gas and get triggers and stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's that great against them, but it's like about halfway there. So you're gonna have this this sub game with your land still decks, your sort of dark petition storm, paradoxical storm, your xeroxy type decks that the xerox decks, you know, they're not gonna be able to power out the jace, right? Yep. Treasure Cruise, Dig Through Time, Gush, Force of Will, all shut off. I don't know how great that is. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think the paradoxical, the impact this has on paradoxical will define what it does in Vintage. Either it becomes this this card that has enough horizontal application that paradoxical just jams it to protect itself. Because that probably stops its worst matchups, right? Yeah. Just not being able to force or mind break trap, um, or like mox out something, you know, big. Um, but yeah, uh, just in conclusion, not a fan of this card. Yeah, how, how long have we been, how long have we been talking? Not a true fan. Uh, I think we're somewhere up in the fifty minute range on this. Um, I think I think we can cut it there. We've 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 established why why we're upset about this card. Well, we've, we've established yeah. why this card is playable, um, and uh, you know why why it just creates sort of a bad bad experience for both players. Why the design is not good, um, and you know I mean there's not a whole lot m- much more we can say. It's a thing you're going to have to deal with moving forward in Magic: The Gathering. Yeah, it's out there, right? And I think that, um, we, again, not knowing, you know, exactly what's going to happen with this card in terms of playability, like if it does enough or maybe it does too much, but um, just not—it's not to me. It's just not a good indicator of what they're planning to do with card design. Boy, I hope it's—I don't—I didn't read anything about this. If they said if it targets vintage or legacy, I'd be very surprised. I really do think this is targeted at modern, and I don't think they thought twice about vintage or legacy. And yeah. I just. I can't tell if I hope it's good or I hope it's bad. Yeah. Like I can't tell if I think that this card being good might open up some deck design space for things that aren't impacted by it, and in which case I could, you know, I'll live with it. Or if I think if it's it's if it's good that the net the net impact is that you have a bunch of really boring decks running around. 
that are just, you know, beating this card. So Well, only time will tell. <laughs> only time will tell. All um, right. So uh, before we uh, sign off, let me give a quick shout out to the people who have uh, uh, pledged over the month of December. Um, so I just, I'm just going to toss some first names out there. Uh, you all know who you are. Uh, thank you to uh, Matt, Victor, Tristan, Stephen, and Robert for uh, joining or uh, upgrading their pledge on Patreon. Uh, some people, uh, looks like they upgraded their pledge to pick up a T-shirt. Um, so if you do $10 uh, for two months, we will send you a T-shirt. Uh, if we happen to see you on camera uh, with the T-shirt on, uh, we'll, 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 send we'll you ship you nice. something sweet. Uh, I got to get the T-shirt for Robert before he comes here to our uh... – to our 1K here in Utah. <laughs> uh, see if I can get him on camera with it, and then I have oh, to yeah. give him something. But uh, uh, yeah, and also if we happen to see you at a, uh, I think we're all set on going to Syracuse at this point. So if we see you at Syracuse, uh, I will I will not hesitate to give you a high five if I see you uh, wearing our shirt at Syracuse. Yeah, do that. Um, great. Um, all right. I, I said, you know what? I had a lot of fun talking about this card in such detail tonight. Yeah, it's, oh, it's nice to do a, a quick deconstruction too. every now and again and just talk about talk about one card and and, yeah. and give our opinions on it. And, and you know, look, I, 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 there there's going to be good and bad cards that come out in, in this set for sure. But this is at least a point of contention that we can uh, that we can at least break down and sort of get get some uh, get some time in and uh, really grind it out. So uh, I appreciate at least that this card is uh, it, it moves the goalpost in some way. And actually, looking at the, tr- the the spoilers have been trickling out this week, I think we'll have a lot to talk about um, when we do a full set review, whether that's oh, yeah. next week or in two weeks or something. But uh, there's some really cool cards in the set. Um, maybe we'll touch on a couple of them next time we, we talk. But um, it should be interesting. It should yeah. be an interesting set. Um, anybody who uh, who is celebrating, uh, I guess this will come out on the 24th. So Merry Christmas. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, have have a good one, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Eternal Dirtles is supported by Audible.com. If you'd like a free audiobook and start up a trial with Audible, you can go to audibletrial.com slash eternaldirtles, and they'll hook you up with a free book, and you'll be supporting the show. Thanks so much.